welcome to Plan and Empower, the podcast. I'm your host, Meg Goodman. This is a space where we discuss mindset, business, empowering yourself, habits and routines, and self-development. I'm so excited to have you here. Welcome back to another episode of Plan and Empower the Podcast. Today I had the most amazing conversation that I got to record and share with you. It was with my friend Emma Hanrahan and she is just the most phenomenal and inspirational human and I feel so grateful that we got to sit down and have this conversation and I get to share it with you all. She's taking a leap of faith and trying to work for herself and we felt very aligned in being able to share our experiences and our journeys with you. Um, Without further ado, let's get into today's episode. Today, I'm joined by my wonderful friend, Emma Hanrahan. We wanted to jump on this podcast today because we want to share our experiences about chasing passion over security. Emma, could you tell the audience a bit about yourself? Yes. So hi guys, I'm Emma and I am originally from Ireland. I moved here maybe about nine years ago now. And yeah, I've had a lot of different work jobs here, done lots of lots of random things. Um, But recently, in the last few years, I've decided to get into personal training. And then I met Meg at the gym. Yes. And yeah, I, yeah, I'm a personal trainer. And it was was the start of this year that you decided to like take a leap of faith? Yes. So the start of this year, I decided I'm going to go cold turkey and jump into the deep end and just focus primarily on personal training. That's so exciting. It is exciting. It's very exciting. So yeah, and I'm full-time PT. Um, How did you know you wanted to be a PT? I always liked helping people and in school it was really interesting actually in school I when we there was a huge pressure on us to go to college after school so like I remember being pulled into the principal's office and the principal telling me um oh if you move to New Zealand it's a terrible mistake because you're you need to go to college you'll never end up going to college if you don't go because basically over there you need a degree to do something um and I was like, oh, no, it's fine. I'm going to move. And I moved. And I was going to do come back and do culinary arts. And then I never did that. And then I always kind of had, like, this interest in, like, anatomy and biology. Really liked biology. I wasn't sporty growing up or anything. And then, yeah, I moved over here. I was always kind of into the gym. And then it really just blossomed. I started going to Tribe at World Fitness. Now, cool. Oh, gym. Yeah. And I loved it. And I was like, this is so fun. Like, I want to help people feel like this like even yeah. just in your head you know yeah and it's that mental clarity you get from exercise that exactly. isn't often advertised yeah like it's the physical changes people advertise oh it's all aesthetic but it's the mental changes that make you stay oh it is the mental changes like I felt the happiest ever when I started those classes and I just thought you know what I'm gonna try this give it a go so I did my um little certificate uh, I did it actually it was an Irish one but I did it in lockdown over here so online and yeah I just jumped into the deep end now it's so random no one would have expected me to do that I love that we've jumped in pretty much at the pretty same time I know like which is so exciting like it's not very often you find people that are chasing a passion and they're just so ready to go screw everything else like I'm putting everything else on hold and this is my number one priority I know it's so random 
Sacna Blossoms did it at the same time. Because I remember yeah. posting and I saw that you weren't teaching anyone. I was like, oh my God. this is And it's so terrifying. Like, I feel like I got so accustomed to my salary coming in mm-hmm. from teaching. And it, like, you get so used to it being, because we both own houses. And yes. we both know our mortgage has to be paid. <laughs> it does. Bills don't stop. Bill, bills do not stop. <laughs> um, And so, like, finding that balancing act of going, well, where is my income A going to come from? Um how am I going to figure out how to distribute my income? And my, like, especially my small business, I suppose PT, what you put in, you get out. And it's the exact same thing with my business. Like whatever I'm putting in, I get out. And I keep saying to Josh, it's going to take a little while before money really starts to come in. Yeah. But I think there's like some big mental barriers I have to holding money. I like have so many mental blocks about it. And just like the mental block of selling, I really battle to sell someone something. Yeah. I just want to help everyone for free. That's the problem. <laughs> I was so bad at the start for giving everyone deals and be like, oh, you're my friend. You can have half price. You could do this. You can do that. And I had yeah. that. No, if you're going to make this work, it has to. Right. You can't do this with everyone. And it is that thing. It's you want to help people become the best versions of themselves. Like you with the habits. Mm. You know, if everyone had one of those, nope. I just want to give everyone one. Oh. It would be so helpful. It would yeah. change a lot of people's lives, I reckon, in days. Totally. But you can't just give it away for free. No, you can't. And it's really hard. And it's not that I don't think that product's worth it. Yeah. You know, because I so see the value in it. But it's, it's trying to go, well, how do I actually sell that to someone? You know, like, how do I get through that mental block of, of showing up as a salesperson? So that's actually what I'm working on with my business coach at the moment. Like, good. how to show up as a seller. Because um, I found I always battled with the idea of taking people's money. Yeah. Like I just, I just, I've always been a like people pleaser. I just want to get everyone everything. <laughs> I'm the exact same. And I think it took me a while to realize like getting into this career because I was like, oh yeah, gym, like show people what to do. It's going to be great. But then I realized, oh, you actually have to sell. You're a salesperson now. Yep. Like you have to sell yourself to people. And it's like all the stuff we're posting on social media and everything. It's all just like to get yourself out there so people know what you do and then um, about your products Josh gave us Josh gave me a really good analogy that he said he saw on YouTube and you'll probably find it quite good he um talked about us being an octopus so octopuses have three hearts they do um and they have eight tentacles um but yeah so they have three hearts and eight tentacles and he said as a business owner everything is used like you are reaching every element all the time and he goes when you start to gain traction and you start to get employees you can cut off tentacles and he's but what you need to figure out as a business owner and especially like we're quite a creative space you need to figure out what you actually enjoy doing in that creative space. And that's your hearts. Because if you cut off the hearts, you die. And you lose that that niche of why you loved doing this at the start. And it might change and evolve over time. But you need to keep why you've started this right at the core. It's Like I didn't start this to be a sales rep. I didn't start this to be an idiot. Idiot. An editor. I am an idiot either, <laughs> but, but you know, like I didn't start it for those reasons, but they've been byproducts of continual progress and success. Like I didn't start to be a visual designer. Like I hate graphic design. I am utterly useless. That is like my 60 millionth copy that I made of that. Really? How did you make it? Oh, on Canva, but it took me so long. The first one, but before you leave, you remind me, I'll show you. It is heinous. Like I look at it now and absolutely cringe. I'm like, why did I make that? Why did I think that it was? And I printed it out and I was like, oh, is this just like my toxic relationship with food coming out on a piece of paper? <laughs> but, but I think you need to like build and evolve. Yeah. It's so interesting the the belief that comes with 
I actually am going to start selling this and mm. I'm going to show up every single day online and mm. in this space and even telling people you own and telling people you work for yourself. Yeah, I know. It's a huge thing to just say, oh yeah, I'm my own boss. I make my own money. It's like, it kind of sounds, it sounds very like fake in a way, you know? It's like, is it oh, like, are you sure? Are you money laundering? <laughs> yeah, they're like, is it real? <laughs> yeah. Actually doing this. But yes, it is. It was definitely a big jump, I think, leaving such a secure job. Yeah. I was, um, what did you do before? So before this, I was working at the gym, but I also had a job, um, kind of like office support yeah. kind of stuff. And it was a full on job. It was really good, but I just couldn't balance the two things together. Like it was, it was so busy. And it'll be one of those jobs that had growth. Like oh, yeah. I would have had exponential success. I would have decided to keep going. Exactly. If I stayed there, I could have been making a lot. Like I could have grown a lot within the company and stuff, but it just wasn't what I wanted to do. Like that was kind of how amazing that you can recognize that. I know. It was scary. We're so young to be recognizing that, you know? Yeah. It is. It's very true. We are still young. I just, do you know what I think scarier though is staying in a job I don't like? Yeah. And I couldn't do that. And I realized that when I worked in the call center, like I worked there for a long time and it got to a stagnant point where I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. And it was when I started doing like uh, group fitness coaching and I realized how much I loved that. And it was yeah. like, oh shit, I'm never going to like something as much as I like this. And that was really scary. And you know what's cool though is this is in its like infancy stage, right? Mm. It only evolves from here. I know. And I think it can only get better. Like even when you're climbing and you're growing every single day, there are days where it's the same. But it's never getting worse. Like you are 1% better than you were yesterday because you know more. And even within our conversation that we've had before this, because we spun a yarn for like half an hour oh before this. We should have started a reaction as you walked in. Literally. Um, <laughs> but like you, like I've learned from you and you've learned from me and we've shared resources in such a small space of time. And I find the bigger thing for me is now I've mentally made this leap. I'm putting myself in conversations and I'm putting myself in situations to attract the right people. Mm -hmm. Like my business coach found me and says, I want to learn to be a business coach. Can I one-on-one you? That's, you know, like you're how epic, which is, I wouldn't get that opportunity had I not shown up. Yeah. On this, doing stuff like this. This makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. So true. Like you, you wouldn't have heard of this person. You wouldn't have. No. So well, we've met really, um, we met through a self-development thing like two years ago and then hadn't spoken since. Yeah. Like we met on like a whim and I, and like, she's like, I've seen you grow online and I want to be around that, yeah. you know? And it's, it's true. Like even like this, like we wouldn't be sitting down having this conversation now if either of us didn't start what we're doing. Now. No, exactly. It's so weird. You do draw people into your life who you want yeah. to be around while you're doing. And I think stuff. what's so special is the more people you draw, the more you find. Yeah, like definitely. Like you'll share this, and I'll share this, and people will find you. And like it's like a contributing effect of you will run into the right people at the right time. Like this yeah. broadcast wouldn't have been right to record last year. No. It had to be this year. It had to be. Yeah. There is a time and a place. It does fall into the right time, doesn't it? Yeah. So interesting. Um, Definitely a point I wanted to reach on was others doubt. And is it something I've come across a lot and not that I did. And like, I think teaching was such a solid career. Like, and it's not that I'm not still a teacher. I'm a registered teacher in New Zealand. People find it very offensive when I say I'm leaving teaching and like the, why are you leaving the security to chase something that literally earns about $40 a month? <laughs> and, and I'm like, I'm not taking this leap right now to say, I want to work for it and earn all my income from it. I'm saying I'm taking the leap of my forefront of mind is I'm a business owner and I really teach to earn money. Yeah. Like my relief teaching is to cover bills exactly. and that's it. 
that's the thing yeah and it's kind of like putting your happiness first like if you were to stay teaching like you said like you wouldn't be happy you know that this is a path you want to go down and you want to progress and eventually you will be able to live off what you're doing now but it does take time yeah so it's like relieving is great for the moment but you know it's not forever and it's just getting you to where you want to be. Like I was saying before, hoping for the three-year plan. Exactly. Because um, teaching is registrations go for three years mm. and after the three years you have to re-register. Um, yeah, so hopefully the goal is to just not re-register. I know. <laughs> just to not re-register. Um, yeah. But I mean, I'm like, it's a different job. Like it's not the reason I fell in love with teaching. But I looked at it and went, why did I like teaching? I like teaching for the reasons I like my business. Exactly. Not for being a teacher. That's I like it for the connection, the conversation, the involvement. I was like, I just want to teach adults. I don't want to teach kids because they respond so much better. They do. <laughs> yeah. And it's like teaching adults as well, like on learning, like helping them on learn to yeah. relearn, you know? And yeah, relearning your behavior and exactly. the way that you can grow and evolve. And, yeah. and I think the more you learn, the more opportunity you have to learn, like, I feel like every day I'm learning and every day I'm learning more about myself. And like, even this morning I woke up and I, I'm all about discipline. Like I, I preach about it all the time, but I woke up this morning and I didn't go to the gym. Yeah. My alarm went off and I went, this ain't going to happen this morning. Today. I felt like I'd had about three hours sleep. I was hot. It was annoying. And I was just like, it's just not going to happen. There must have been something on last night or something was going on like a full moon because I, I literally woke up so late this morning. <laughs> I had like 6 a.m. My alarm set. I was going to get up, go into the gym. I was yeah. like, I actually. It's just not going to. Yeah. I, li- I was like, I can't. I was like, I could do this. But I'm actually going to be putting myself on the back foot all day. Like I'm already tired enough. I was like, I've got a full day of work and I know I'm doing this interview and I want to give all of that my energy. Mm. So I'm not, I'm not going to be able to show up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I also think 5am Meg could be convinced to sleep in. Pretty easily. Pretty easily. (laughs) Not hard to convince her. But then I actually fell asleep without resetting an alarm. So I was like, oh, you were really tired. Like you just fell straight back to sleep. Mm. But then I was okay. That was very lucky. Yeah, I think the cat came in and bit my toes. Who knew? Yeah. Hey, yeah, he was like, it's time. You are sleeping way too long and you haven't fed me yet. <laughs> That's fast breakfast. Yes. Honestly, breakfast, 5 a.m. Right yeah. now. And like, oh, God. Hey, that's so annoying. I'm surprised like, he hasn't come in yet. Yeah, I need to meet him. Yeah, he'll be in at some stage. It's almost done. Yes, but, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think something we spoke about earlier, too, was knowing what to do. So you'd probably write in this, like when you first started PTing, like, cause I suppose you do all your own finances and everything. Yeah. So what was that process learning, learning all that like? I think I was really lucky cause like me and Sinead, um, we were very lucky cause we had like mentors at the gym. Yeah. So we had, um, Ben at the gym who literally helped us with everything. Yeah. He like even showed us like how to start off with your finances, like honestly anything we asked there was an answer which was so good that's amazing but I do feel like for some PTs who are just jumping into the deep end even if they don't like some gyms there where you're working when you're working in a gym like with people there's quite a lot of competition yeah but it's not like that at our gym at all it's really chill and everyone's there to help each other but I do think in some gyms it would not be like that and that would be really and it's scary it's so scary and if people were working online as well and just went straight into it it would be so complicated like how do you know what to charge a client when you're starting out how do you know what to charge for online programming like you kind of have to just come up with it all yourself and actually to value your time valuing time was the hardest one because you keep going oh well I'll just do that on Sunday but if you're sitting there for five hours doing programming on Sunday you should be paid for those five hours and so how do you cost that in that's it 
and then a lot of people are like oh it's so expensive your programming is really expensive it's like that's taken like it's an in-depth personalized program yeah for your goals like of course for your goals it's going to be expensive we have to do a lot of research to try and figure out what the best yeah way is for you to reach those goals so yeah yeah it is just value valuing your own time and it does take a while to get used to it and you kind of feel nervous like say like my first few clients I remember like some of them being like oh my god that's like 80 a week if I want to do one-on-one and whatever programs and stuff like that as well but it's a magic should be right but that's my time and then I find myself just going okay fine 60 but it's like Emma no stop no you've got to like, twins, people this think you're getting more of a people thing and that can be yeah. self-belief right knowing that, knowing that what you're charging is what you should be charging and like you've you've taken time to learn what you should be charging and it is even challenging like when I was pricing the planning pad that was really hard yeah that was like, because we sat there going, well, what do we need to make a profit? And then we, and me and Josh, yeah. um, <laughs> he is my business associate unofficially. Yeah. Um, he's an unpaid intern. He's um, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but we were sitting there going, like, what do you charge? And then I was like, okay, let's let's start at 25 So it's $20, but yeah. I mean, let's start at 25 And so mum's always my test bunny. So mm. I mum bought one online. I posted it to her and I did the whole experience. She goes, this I don't think this is twenty five dollars. She goes, I think it's too much because by the time you pay for shipping, mm. you're in the thirty mark. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I would spend thirty dollars on something like this because I'm looking at the whole experience, yeah. right? Like, and I'm a beginning business. This is the only product I sell, so it's not like you're doing shipping for four different things. Yeah, you're just shipping this. So I went, well, I need to actually factor in what is the price after, like, shipping. Yeah, after shipping. Because, like, I don't even charge the full shipping amount to my customer. True. So I, I cop the cost of shipping. So shipping costs $8 for that, but I only charge the customer 6 Okay. Because 26 as a money rounding sounds good for that. Mm. 28 No. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. So, like, it's, so it's such a mental barrier. And I went, okay, cool. So I'm willing to cut $2 into profit earnings to bring down the cost of shipping. But I was like, all of this might change mm-hmm. when I start selling more and I can justify potentially charging the customer eight dollars for shipping yeah but right now I can't charge the customer that and then I even see some places they charge you sixteen dollars for shipping and I'm like oh man I can't even charge you eight dollars <laughs> like my brain goes and it's and it's, is that a self-worth thing I didn't think about like the whole shipping aspect of that as well so, um, I've learned it's like works so you like pay how does that work? I don't understand. Um, I use NZ Post. Um, so I'll <laughs> use a website at your company. And, yeah. And I just drop it off. So I prepay and print and pre-stick so I can walk into the post shop. I always feel like a snob when there's a line. And I just walk in and go, thank you. <laughs> I did this at home. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. And then yeah. you pay for the shipping and the customer's paid. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So the customer just does a payment on Shopify. And so let's say, for example, they bought $26, which is shipping and the planning pad. I'll get that money, I think, within four days, I think it takes to come through from Shopify. So okay. I have to have the money to pay for shipping. So when I first did the launch, I was like, yeah. I got all these and I was like, I can't afford this shipping. <laughs> I'm going to have to bank money to myself. And you're sitting there going, this is embarrassing. I don't even have $50. <laughs> <laughs> well, not in the business account. Yeah, This is the thing when you're starting off, because you, when you start these things off, you're not rich. Like, no, you're not. And that's why it's so hard to get anywhere at the start. But it's yeah. like once you overcome that. And like these are all the things that you need to research and stuff before you can take off to. Oh, and it isn't like the first time going to a printing company, that mm-hmm. took months, like months to find a good printing company that was sustainable and followed the same values as me and was New Zealand made. And like 
yes, I probably could have gone for a cheaper company. Mm. But I went, I want to go for a New Zealand company. I'm not willing to compromise that. So I had to go, well, something sustainable. Yeah. Like, and like it's, I go on about that in my personal life. So why am I not following, like, why would I not follow through in my business? You shouldn't go against your ethics. Just for yeah and like gosh learning to package i am the most unco person you've ever met and like just like dainty dainty shit ain't me christmas (laughs) yeah same so like even to wrap them i was like this has taken hours like hours to sit there and go like i feel apologies to the first 10 people because they were garbage they were probably all my friends and family and like that's another thing like i just feel like i've been overwhelmed by the support from my friends and family Mm, same oh my god it's been great yeah, they've been so good. And Leon, like my partner, he's been so amazing through the whole thing. Like, yeah. Supportive. And like, and they just make it. such a difference. It does. Like, especially on like the bad days. Like, some days, like, I think with self belief, it's a hard one. And just, like, yeah. It's like, like what we were talking about earlier. I'll wake up sometimes. I was just like, why am I doing this? Like, as if I'm going to be able to make this work. Because you will. It's hard. I know. But it's like so easy to get in your head about it. And he's been so good. He's like, you will make it work. It's just a slow process. You know, at the start, it's always going to be difficult. Yeah. And like, that's the thing, like in the last three weeks, like I've gained so many clients. Programming is taking off now, which is really good online. And it's like, you just need to keep going. Yeah. Just it's keep this showing up. Literally. Consistency, discipline. When you're not motivated, just show up. And do it anyway. Yeah, just do it. It's you need a baseline worth of stuff. Motivation. Because oh, if honestly, all when I was motivated, I would be fucked. I would have stopped in turn one last year. Yeah, literally. Yeah, if you just I'm, as soon as my full time job came back, I'd be like, I'm done. Yeah, I've tapped out. Like I used to go into class last year, and I'd be sitting there with the kids, and they're like, "Why are you so tired, Miss?" I was like, "I've been up since four a.m." I went like I've been working wow, on my business. Well, I was. I was last year to get business work done because I just had to. Like I didn't have a choice. Two jobs. Yeah. Yeah. Like just just by the time of getting to work, like I was leaving home at half past six sometimes. Mm-hmm. So like if I wanted to get anything substantial done, yeah, you'd have to. I just had to wake up and like I and it was like I didn't like because Josh isn't here at the moment. So like with him working away from home, I actually can do all my business stuff in the evenings. Mm-hmm. But when it's, when it's mine and Josh's time, it's mine and Josh's time. I like that. And now I like when I have a business query or something like that, I won't just flat out ask him. I'll go, are you in the space to handle a business conversation? And if he's not, then it's not the right time. Exactly. Because I'm like, my brain's 100% always in it. Like, no, like never shuts off. But it doesn't mean his has to be. Yeah. Like, the this isn't his baby. He sees the day where he works for it and he believes in it. But he has his own job. Yeah. And he has his own things he worries about. And like, I'm like, he doesn't need that like pointless question of me going, should I go through this for this printing? Or does this color look good with this background? Like I can make those decisions on my own. Yes, you can. But I really value his opinion. Yeah. Um, But it's like recognizing, I suppose, your friend's capacity to talk about it. Yeah, definitely. And like, not everyone's going to be in the space to talk about these things all the time and like, um, the amount of times I call my mom and she's like, Meg, too much, too much, yeah. calm down. Like, <laughs> And the thing is, what other people don't see is also kind of a good thing because it's your choice. It's whatever you choose. It's what's going out there. And they don't have anything to compare it to. Something I had to choose the other day, which was really challenging. I'm trying to do wholesale. Yeah. So trying to stock it in other places. And I had to pick a value to sell as a wholesale price. Mm. And I was like, how do I choose this? Do I just like pluck it out of thin air do I go 200% do I go 250% like mm-hmm. how much am I expecting to make from this product when I'm selling it to someone else to resell yeah and I got declined by like pretty much everyone I went to 
And I was like, but that's okay. Yeah. Because I'm a small business and I don't have the space to be giving them more profit than I'm making. Like that's just not feasible at the moment. So I went, maybe selling to online companies isn't the right place. Maybe I need to approach physical stores Mm. because they don't have to do postage. So like that whole postage handling storage is where that cost comes in. Whereas if I did a physical store, I remove a lot of those costs. But it's so funny. All these conversations I'm having in my head, Mm. I never thought I'd have. Yeah. Like I didn't see a day. Like when this first started, it was so sweet. Like it was just me wanting to post my life online. (laughs) It's just same. Yeah. I'll just work. Yeah. I'll just keep going. And then now I'm like, all these business conversations are happening inside my head. And I'm like, when did this happen? It's so true. It's really true. And like, I've even been thinking about like how to advertise more like ads. I'm like currently going to do some research. I'm currently doing it. Nice. So like how to post ads because you have to pay for them. Yeah, like, yeah. So have to like pick your target audiences. So it's like if you go like two different ways and then like maybe see which one does better. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot. And actually looking at the analytics. And- oh my God. I know. I know my hat's off social media managers, yeah. man. Like the amount of work they do and like to understand it. I'm like, I'm rolling a dice every time. Like, yeah. Literally. There's no consistency. Like I'm just, I mean, I'm posting very regularly, but I'm like. But I think that's a lot of it. Like that is what it is kind of like. Yes. It's just showing out. Like, and even looking at the reels I make, like some of the best reels that I've made with the most views are the ones that I literally just did in a panic. And I was like, I made this tuna bowl. <laughs> the quality is like awful. But yeah, it's the one with the highest views. And I'm like, why? <laughs> me, I think up until recently when I started to get a bit more traction, yeah. my most viewed reel was me in fat pants eating pasta on the couch. And like, it's me going, point of view, you have COVID and it's 10 a.m. So you're eating pasta. And I was like, funny. why is this? This is like not even relevant to my content scheme of what I post. And I'm like, oh, where's the random one? Yeah, I'm like, I just thought this would be funny because I'm eating pasta at 10 a.m. <laughs> but it's so funny. And I think trying to find also, I think, what what's actually attracting the right people. Mm. Like, because I see people and they keep going, oh, you need the right people following you. And I totally understand what they mean. Like, I don't want people that aren't invested in what I'm doing because Mm -hmm. that's that's the The kind of person I'm looking for. Yeah. It's like the people online that you're surrounding yourself with, like the the people who are viewing everything are like the people you're attracting in your real life, you know? And they're the kind of people you want to try and help out there. You've got a target audience and it's just about your content finding them, really. Yeah, absolutely. you. And I think people get really caught up on the idea of showing up online. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, it's embarrassing. Or what if that, what is that person saying? Oh. I was so worried. And now my dad calls me and goes, you're looking real fit, me again. I'm like, thanks, dad. Like, I felt really good at the gym today. And I'm like, you know, like things that you probably were worried about, like dad going, oh, why is she doing that and posting about that online? And now dad's like, oh, that's great. You know, like you look awesome. And I'm like... How good that the people like you were worried about judging you. And like my sister, and I remember we had an interesting, this is when I had like 800 followers. And out, out here I was on holiday in Monica filming like I got millions. Yeah. And she's like, are you sure like this is what you want to do? Like that's sisters. Yeah. And like, she's great. She's yeah. always mentally challenges me and I love it. I, I love when people disagree with me because yeah. it actually challenges it's me. It's really good. And I was said to her, yeah, I think so. Like, I really enjoy doing this. I like filming. I like being in front of the camera, which is ironic because I hate photo shoots. Can't stand them. But filming, totally different. Um, but yeah, and she's just like, okay. And then like in the last eight months since then, she's just been my number one supporter. She's your biggest fan. Yeah, just because she's like, if this is what you want to do then I'm here and like, I'll support this. And the amount of times my brother, my little brother texts me and goes, you just spawned like a thousand followers. Where did these come from? And I'm like, I don't know, man. 
It's so cute. It's like we're you know that you do well okay to have like a support system like that like yeah like that i got really lucky you really are and i'm quite lucky as well like my family's the same i went home at christmas yeah and my mom was like getting up these youtube videos the gym posts for me like showing my uncles them they like had the phone out watching them i was like boys guys <laughs> thank you like they're all very invested all the questions you know and it's just it's nice because you know that it, it's reassuring to know that you're not going crazy like you're not just yep. living like in this literally that you're not delusional and the thing is anyone can do this it is just about being confident but back to the camera thing I do remember like when I first um started videoing I was shy like I literally the worst thing is watching them back I literally have just completely stopped watching them back because I will find something you just need to post it I always feel like when I'm watching I'm not watching myself yeah like I feel like I feel like I'm watching someone else like I'm just watching it like I'm watching something Mm. and I'm like would this piece of content attract me to watch it that's great because if it doesn't then what's the point of posting it yeah like is this something I would stop to read or is this something I would stop to watch because that's essentially my target audience is me yeah like mm, like people like me so how do I find that and it's been so ironic in the last like month alone the amount of people that have messaged me that have gone I'm a relief teacher who lives in Dunedin and runs wow. and I'm like am I just a carbon copy like oh my goodness <laughs> Yeah, I kind of want to do like a running event where I get like I'll be there. <laughs> I'm, I want to get a running club. You should yeah, run a club. Like that kind of idea, but I don't know what like the logistics are around it. Like I would have to do some research. Like, do I have to provide food? Do I have to provide water? Like what are like the? I don't think so. I think yeah, you just did a casual or like a social run club, and you just like picked a day a week, and you're like, okay, we're gonna run. all go out for a run. We're gonna start off like life so start off like 2k yeah everyone takes it their own pace and you can just make friends and just people with the same interest yeah just like a social club would you guys yeah. be interested yeah do you want to join my running club because i really want to think there. about it yeah, yeah i love that cause yeah I get back into running. i quite just like the idea of like the social light of it but then yeah it gets me a little again self-belief like why would anyone turn up my brain goes my brain goes Oh, you'd start advertising this. And we were like, oh, that's weird. Like, <laughs> I'm like it's not weird. It's, I mean, it's like really normal. normal. I think you'd be very surprised with the turnout. Yeah, I think so. It's It'd be lovely. weird to have it, though, in Dunedin. It because, like, I mean, the, they both feel like the cycleway, this is probably not good for the podcast, but, like, each of the cycleway paths are quite narrow. Like, a very logistical question, because that's where my brain goes. Again, I get told I'm way too logistical. I think you could change it every time. You could yeah, change it weekly. go to Ross Creek it or to be weekly. It could be like every once. I thought month, month, like good. like the first Friday of each month or something. Like a I think like, that would be a good idea. It'd be less overwhelming for me. Yeah, um, because I mean, like, am I still having to like plan that every single week? Yeah, it's yeah, exactly. Like it's still a commitment each week, and I mean, I struggle to see my own friends. I know <laughs> it's true. It is so true. Yeah, and then sometimes you only see your friends again. Something with the bit of time management. That is time management to it. It is. Yeah, yeah once a month you should. Yeah, I totally think I should. Like, it'd be so much fun. And, like, the amount of people would have gone, I want to go for a run with you. And I'm like, you can't commit to going for runs with all these people. No. Like, you're going to run out of time. And all together. Yeah, let's do it all together. And they can all meet each other. Yeah. It'd be so fun. Yeah. But, yeah, time management is definitely a tricky one when it comes to this. Because, like, being your own boss and then having to literally schedule time for you to work, schedule time for you to gym, schedule time for you to do your social media stuff and all the behind the scenes stuff, you don't get paid for it. My so, question to you, it's, do you find it hard to go to the gym because you work at the gym? I did. I did when I had the other jobs. Yeah. Because all I wanted to do was nothing. Like yeah. literally just like, oh, it was so hard to just go in there and be in the gym. Um, Especially I found what I found really hard about it was not in a bad way, but people will come up and talk because like 
obviously I work at the gym and I want to talk to these people. Yes. But I was under such a time crunch. So there would be a lot of time where I would go to the gym and then I wouldn't be able to finish my workout because I'd be chatting to people. Yeah. And that's great. Like I lo- I'm such a people person. I can talk for Ireland. Um, but at the same time, that was difficult. And then it kind of put me off wanting to train at the gym yeah. when I was very busy. Because I did but- think that because there's that mental overload of when you're working full time, you are trying to follow your passion project and you are trying to do all your life life living like exercise eating well like it's like it's it's that meme that keeps going how do i balance this and it's this waiting person going i can't do this and and i did i always think about a pt because i'm like the gym is like my sanctuary like i love going and just putting my headphones in and being yeah but you're like you're on like when you're at the gym yeah i also love that at the same time like now that i'm a lot less stressed (laughs) like with just this one job to focus on it's so fun to just go in there and train if people are in there we'll have a yard i might train with some people if they're in there yeah join in with like some of my clients work do you find that you've started to get more clients now that you've made this mental like i'm gonna show up Uh, definitely because i just didn't have time i had no that like time that i put into it last year was just keeping everything afloat barely like literally just scraping but now it's like okay I can dive in depth learn more things that I want to learn I can start really focusing in on the social media side of it yeah absolutely and like the more clients you find because would you take online clients yes I have a few clients cool well, there are a few United States listeners, so if you're oh, yes, yes, couple from Australia too, yeah, and yeah, and I've got some clients in like different gyms in Dunedin, and I've just got a new client now, and I go to her house, which is pretty cool. So yeah, it's very scattered, which is good. That's really cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's back. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, back to the gym thing. Um, I can't remember. Oh my gosh, um, we were talking about. Um, <laughs> oh, you're right. It's right. We were talking about. Um, how you were trying to be present in the gym, but working full time meant that you couldn't be. Oh, you're being present in the gym. That's it. Um, but yeah, I am feeling like right now going into the gym, it's now like my sanctuary again. Yeah, and I feel nice. What I love about it is like knowing everyone in the gym and it's so comfortable. Like yeah. often I'll just find myself zone out and I'm like doing a little dance or like singing to myself. And I'm like, I know that some people come into the gym and that's quite nerve wracking. Like they're very like conscious of people looking at them. And then I'll yeah. just catch people looking over like, how you saw that, didn't you? Yeah. So funny. I've only really just got comfortable at Flex now. Oh, but I went there for a few. Yeah, I'm really liking it. I, it took a while, um, like I, but I was very comfortable at World, and yeah. I, I think I really had to learn because I knew so many people. Yes, so it was so easy. Like I was like, Sinead was there, and you were there, and like I just and because I was so close with Sinead when I started, I met everyone. Yeah, true. And like it was such an easy transition. I mean, that's how I met you, and I think when I started Flex, I knew no one. I was like, you don't know, you've started from square one again. But now I've made friends and like, I'll, like it's real nice. And like, I'm always surrounded by some, at least someone I know. Yeah. Um, and now I feel comfortable just being my idiot self. Like I fell over four times Fuck the other day. And I was like, how did this happen? Like, that happens. Like, am I just clumsy? Like, get an eight year old. I was really we were working out together. Um, unracking a bar and it had like I think I had 60 kgs on it and I've in my head I was like oh it's got two fives on the side and then I was just going to put it on the ground and then I picked it up and I was like oh fuck I forgot how heavy this was I went to put it back and the J like the little J hooks they were there but I let one of them go um too soon so it yeah. wasn't on the J hook and it just fell and the two things fell off everyone's just staring at me it's like I swear I'm a PT I swear I work here <laughs> yeah I'm really good yeah I totally to us all and I think even like just learning 
learning to be comfortable in a space like that is actually quite challenging and that's why a PT is so important. Oh yeah. Like your job is so important. It really is. I do feel that and I feel like everyone should have one at one time in their life just even once just yeah. one time because they can show you so much like I remember my first PT was actually I won it's so funny I won I was in flex fitness and there was a competition where you tag someone on Facebook yes or something and I ended up winning it amazing and I went into this girl I can't remember her name it was I think it was Georgia or something mm. she don't think she works there anymore but she was um she was so good and we sat down and we had like a big chat about like goals and I was like I don't do upper body I don't know what to do she taught me how to bench press amazing she taught me how to do pull-ups but I was like oh my god these are things I could never imagine myself yeah not doing on your own not like push-ups and stuff like I'd never touched the 20 kg barbell at all amazing oh, she was like you need to do this it's 20 kgs and I was like I'm not going to be able to do that it's way too heavy what are you doing and then I realized oh no I can like, actually do I, as I was bench pressing the other day I was lying there warming up with the bar and I was like sitting there going I remember a day when I thought the bar was terrifying yeah same right. like and now I comfortably walk and like I don't even clean it like what the fuck <laughs> Oh it's my warm-up way. Yeah. Like, honestly, I don't even warm up with that weight anymore now. I warm up with fives. Well, yeah. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. It's so insane, isn't it? Like, it's just, and I, there was, I think, being our age as well, there was a huge stigma growing up. Like, girls don't do the weights. Yeah. Eyes of the weights. Girls down the machines and the cardio. We're just like, and I don't want to live by that. No, absolutely not. I mean, I'm in a weightlifting gym. I'm doing everything against what I believed in when I was young. Yeah. And I think it's learning to throw away those stigmas and just... Except where you're at. Yeah. I always, and like, I am, I've been a sucker for like getting really good and then giving up. Yeah. And I've just like, I've decided that this year that's not going to happen. And it's great. This is probably like the longest I've done it in ages. I'm like eight weeks in and I'm killing it. You know, and your pull-ups are looking amazing. I know. I lost the band. <laughs> that was like, I love the mess over the band. A lot of people start on the assistive machines, but I prefer the bands because you get the full range of motion. Yeah. And you can get like just so much more control. Yeah. Controlling yourself. Do you know how many people like for you? How much, how much embarrassment I felt hanging up those bands? Because I was looking oh. at them going, this is probably my body weight in bands right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mission hanging them up though and like stretching up to do yeah and you're like trying to get it over your foot and uncoers and i just i remember i got a negative comment online someone going why don't you just do a lap pull up when you have that many bands and i was I like thought I knew she but i just went like isn't the point the full range of motion yes it is and i like think it's getting the stability the stability of actually bringing yourself my down. core strength yeah core has strength. gone up because i'm hanging like i have to practice like the lower and it and I watched my first video and I'm swinging like there's no tomorrow. And now I can actually kind of come up and down. Exactly. And it's getting used to that movement. Because if you're on the machine, you're not going to get used to actually controlling yourself down. No. And you see people sometimes and they're doing pull-ups or chin-ups. And they have the strength there. But they actually don't have that stability yet. They don't have that core strength. So they are swinging and like yeah. actually just meant themselves. So meant is not a word. But I know you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like swing themselves up and over. Like yeah. Just, yeah, and now I feel comfortable. Like yeah, I don't feel uncomfortable in that space at all. But mm. when I first did it, heck yeah, it was uncomfortable. But being a beginner is so exciting. It is exciting. It means you get to learn. Something. It means you get to learn new things. That's the thing. And we're beginners in business. We yeah. are. And to be honest, like I feel like in the gym, you're always a beginner at something. You yeah. always will be. And that's very exciting. That the gym is a very humbling place. No. Yes. And the ego can take over with some people. But even when oh, my ego took over this so much. Oh, it can happen. And because I'm like, I find pre-period, I lose strength. Oh, yeah. Like there is no tomorrow. And I know it's normal, but every month my brain is like, week, you're completely different. My brain every month goes, you are useless. Yeah. Like you suck. And I'm sitting there trying to do my normal weights. And I'm like, 
why does this feel so heavy today? And then I'm like, oh, I see. I should know this. Like, I should be. I, I should know. Yeah. It's actually the week before I find is the yeah. week when people really struggle. Well, girls really struggle the most at the gym. Week yeah. The period. And the ovulation week, best week. Oh, on a buyer. I think the week before ovulation is actually better. Some will find their period week to be the best. And I do if it's not my initial bleeding days. Sorry, brothers, if you're listening. Um, and not my initial bleeding days. Like, my initial bleeding, I'm super weak. Like, that's today. Like, yeah. I'm just like, it's not going to happen. Um, whereas tomorrow, I will kick ass. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. So, I'm like, it's so interesting. Do you find it varies every month? Yes. Definitely. And I actually think it's depending on where the egg's released from. Because, obviously, you have the lifting your ovaries. Yeah. So, it totally depends which side it's come from. It's so interesting. It's, yeah. That's the thing. I remember doing like PBs and stuff at the gym and when they were scheduled in my program, they were scheduled sometimes right before my period and I would be so weak and then I'd be able to do my, then one time I was like, I'm just going to try PBs by myself. Like outside of this program and I realized like how strong I actually was. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, like why does no one tell us that it's actually like, that it actually changes with you, with girls, like everything is so different. Strength training with girls is so different. And your running's different too. Oh yeah. If you're running... On different stages, like my my fourteen k last week was really hard, like and it's not because it was fourteen k. It's like I know I can run fourteen k's, but I was lethargic. I felt heavy, and my twelve k the week before, I was like, I got to the end and I was like, should I just do a half? Yeah, like and I was like, what is my brain <laughs> doing? And I was like, no, Meg, you're on a plan. Stick <laughs> to your plan. <laughs> you were very sore. You tried to just do them. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's the plan. I think. What is it? Three weeks now. Three weeks. Yeah, I'm the 12th of March, running 25Ks for my birthday. Yeah, which Beth, happy birthday, me. I would need to schedule it off relief. I don't want to relieve that day. My oh, no. plan is to not relieve and just wake up for my birthday and run 25Ks. Oh, yeah, what a freeing way to start, right? Who needs, who needs like, anything else? I'm like, and because Josh won't be here, so, like, I'll be alone. Mm. So I'm like, well, what makes me really happy? Like, what is something I love doing? And I was yeah. like, I love running, so why don't I just spend, like, the first three hours of the morning running running actually doing and then I'll come home and sleep do you think you're in for a full this year oh I think so I don't know which one um because you did half last year right yeah yeah I've done three fulls three fulls. um yeah in the past yeah Beth back in back in like in the 19 year olds running me she was so fit um oh well, thank you so much for coming on Emma it's been lovely it's Happy. Yeah, and I will pop Emma's all Emma's information in the show notes below so make sure you check out her See you guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Plan and Empower the Podcast. If you're keen to find out a bit more about us, you can find us on all social media platforms. There are links in the show notes. I would really appreciate if you have time to leave a review on the platform that you're listening. Thank you so much. Bye.